Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sean Grandy, a guest, AT&T 4G LTE, right? Which speeds up to 10 times faster than 3G AT&T. Rethink possible. Uh, Celtics play-by-play man, uh, Sean Grandy joining uh, Pete Shepard. Hey, Sean, how are you doing from Los Angeles? How's everything? This is like 1999 all <laughs> over again. This is awesome. They have, wait, are you telling me they have sponsors now for this stuff? Sponsors and everything. We didn't, we didn't have sponsors back in the day. We had to do everything ourselves. No, I think last time we talked in this manner, I think I was doing Boston College halftime scores for you after uh, BC was beating Florida State or something. Those are the good. Now nobody's beating Florida State. <laughs> Even North Carolina, not today. Oh, that's um, what terrible call that was yesterday in North Carolina game, but whatever. Yeah, it was. It was. But uh, Florida State's on a roll today again. At least they were. They, they were. Anyway, uh, let's talk about uh, what's out in Los Angeles. Uh, obviously, uh, this is one of the games I think everybody around here looks forward to every single year. Regardless, it's going to be. I, I expect a terrific game today. First of all. Give me an update on what you know about Wilcox and also about Mikhail Petrus, if Petrus can play today, and Wilcox, about any update on his cardiac situation. I can do both of those things, but that's what Twitter's for. Ah. Uh, no, uh, Petrus, will, uh, he will play. I mean, yeah, there's no nothing exists outside Twitter anymore. It's all just, mm-hmm. you know, you have to go there first. Petrus will play in this game, and the Celtics certainly need him because he's going to spend some of the minutes on Kobe. We will, on these same stations coming up on the uh, Celtics Today, presented by Lexus, another sponsor, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to talk to Doc Rivers uh, at length about Chris Wilcox now that it is a, a public issue, which it wasn't on Friday. And you can imagine after everything that this franchise has been through over the last 25 years and just in the last few years specifically with Dennis Johnson and Danny Ainge and Jeff Green in December, uh, to get that news, as a lot of us did, Friday night was just devastating to to try to process the fact that there was a second you know, a, a second issue here in the yeah. same year. You've already had Jeff Green, but Chris will get more tests. He's not with the team. Uh, there is, I, I wouldn't call it 50-50 because it would be silly to put numbers on it. There's a chance he won't play again this year, and there's certainly a chance he will, but we're not going to know anything for the next week. And it just goes back to the same old thing about precautions, and thank goodness they caught it because once upon a time they weren't doing these kind of tests. We'll get into the trade deadline with you a little bit in a second and, and more on the Celtics. But let me ask you about the Lakers. And uh, I know recently they've been told by Coach Brown to basically shut up. Uh, what, what is with Bynum and what, what is all this yapping going on all of a sudden over there? Well, you know, there's frustration with both of these teams because it's uh, – if I could go – you know, I've been accused in the past of sometimes leaning towards these – literary references that no. sometimes go over people's head. I, I've, I've heard the criticism in the past, so uh, let me try another one here. In Rocky <laughs> Four, uh, you know, uh, you have the two characters, Creed and, you know, what, what 
Balboa is trying to explain to his friend Apollo is that you can no longer do the things that you used to be able to do. It's what happens when the Warriors get old. Mm-hmm. And that is what, what's happened here at some level in, in the NBA, that the Lakers have not had the same success they have had. Frustrated, you know, Kobe's very frustrated with, the, you know, the bench is a is a disaster. Obviously, starting five, they've still got Casal, they've still got Bynum, they're dominant, and they've been very, very good at home, but the bench has really, really struggled and is very, very thin. So there is... In a situation like the Celtics with, you know, with Rondo and Ray Allen and rumors, same rumors have gone on in L.A. with Pau Gasol. They need to make changes to move on to what is next, and eventually that weighs on you. And when the team isn't winning, you know, Pau Gasol has, is actually a fairly outspoken guy. The funny thing is he's usually outspoken in his native language to foreign media, and then it gets sort of translated back, and that's when the, uh, that's when the trouble starts. But, you know, with L.A., very similar situations. They're a, they're a good team. They're an above-average team. They're a dangerous playoff team, just like the Celtics could be. But it, they're not playing at that gold elite standard that both these teams mm-hmm. have played the last four years. Well, an interesting game today, as always, an exciting game. And I, I and I, I'm, in one way, it's maybe a blessing in disguise what happened to the Celtics in both of the last couple of games, meaning both were blowouts, one good, one bad, that the starters got a lot of rest. So they should they should have some fresh legs today, Sean, the big three going into this one. As much as you can have fresh legs on it, you know, it's it's never it's yeah. never a treat to fly for seven hours and then have to play what, you know, what here is a morning game. I'm looking up the clock here, and it's not yet noon. Mm-hmm. In LA, you lost the hour, all that, all that fun. But <clears throat> excuse me, I'm all excited, choked up to talk to you again. <laughs> that, uh, that is a help, and it was significant. The real significance where that plays in. Wednesday night in Philadelphia, the Celtics lost that game. Tuesday against Houston, when they lost the lead in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter, and all of a sudden, instead of the starters playing 32 minutes, they had to play 43 because mm-hmm. they went overtime to scratch and claw just to win that game. And that's how games will be lost. Uh, you know, the rest of this season. And this road trip, which a lot of people have been psyched out about, isn't really brutal. There's a second tough game in Philadelphia at the end of the trip. I think the Denver game is a disaster oh, yeah. coming up. You know, and a, that's a brutal back-to-back, as bad as there is in the NBA. But the games are spaced out. You get a back-to-back tomorrow night, but there's no easier back-to-back in the NBA than playing an afternoon game on Sunday than coming back here to the same building tomorrow night. And the Clippers actually play here tonight, so they'll be technically on shorter rest. So I think the trip is set up pretty well for the Celtics that way. What they cannot afford to have happen is continue to have guys who said Petrus back and Wilcox isn't. But if you keep taking the depth away, then you're putting more and more pressure on the starters at 34, 35, 36 years old. You know, I, I know you only got a few minutes here before you, because I know your prep time is uh, how, um, how meticulous you are about, about, about prepping. But let me ask you real quick about people who keep saying and talking about blowing up this team, which aggravates the hell out of me. I can't stand it. I don't know what they're trying to blow up or what they think they're going to accomplish if they did trade Rondo, which I never thought they were going to do to begin with. Certainly not for Paul Gasol. That never made any sense to me. But I don't. what do you see happening here before the trading deadline? If anything, a minor move, do you think one of the big three may go? I, 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 for me, Sean, I don't think much is going to happen. I don't, I don't. I don't think I don't it should. Either. I don't think I it think, should. I think it's first of all. I think it's exciting to hear you angry again, Pete. Yeah. It really brings us back to the good <laughs> old days. But uh, I don't think a major deal has happened. This is what I've said from the beginning. I think that Danny is in position to listen. If somebody gets really desperate, uh, you know, right around the trade deadline, there's always you, know, you you stay by that phone. But the Celtics are not going to be buyers here at the deadline. They are sellers because, well, everyone talks about, well, look at these expiring contracts. They're so valuable. Well, if they're so valuable, they're valuable for the Celtics too. And Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett's contract come up at the end of the year. You know, could Rondo be traded? Sure. For Dwight Howard, I mean, you know, Rondo, we saw what he's going to do. And this is, by the way, another national TV game. And we documented last week uh, during the game what Rondo has done. Triple in these, doubles. In these national games, 13 of his 17 triple doubles, all 
involved. His great scoring games, his great assist games all seem to come on national TV, and he'll have to be huge in this game today. The only asterisk I would put on that statement is if we know more about Chris Wilcox in the next few days, there could be a roster tweak and that the Celtics will need another big. If they're not going to get Chris Wilcox back, it's going to be very difficult to go the rest of the way with Kevin Garnett, Brandon Bass, Jawan Johnson, and Greg Steemsma as your four bigs. If Jermaine O'Neal and Chris Wilcox, if their situations are up in the air, the Celtics will need to add another big some way, somehow. And you brought up Dwight Howard real quickly here. Uh, just the fact that we, I think we reported today Rubio is, uh, is out for the year. I believe there were reports a couple days ago that that was a big trade rumor, him going there. I think that's out, obviously, now. Do you think Howard leaves Orlando? Does he get traded? Does he, do the Lakers have a shot? Do the Celtics even have a shot right now? Um, I don't believe that Howard will get moved. There is a, you know, thing is people get crazy around yeah. the deadline. And if a team is willing to give up a ton for the rental of Dwight Howard, I, I just, this is what I believe. I believe that Orlando has convinced themselves enough, and by that I mean 30 to 50%, that he, there's enough of a chance that they can get him to stay that it's probably worth the gamble. And at the very least, one thing they can fall back on is the same thing the Cavs did with LeBron is they at least made it a signing trade. They were able to get some assets back. So I I don't believe he will be dealt. I think the team that he really wants, it's clear where he wants to go. He wants to go to Brooklyn. And the only asset the Nets really have as a centerpiece of that deal is Brook Lopez, and now Lopez is hurt again. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be difficult, I think, for any of these major moves to be made. I think it's going to be a disappointing deadline because of changes that were made in the offseason. In fact, so many teams are still in it, and the fact that the offseason, the expiring contracts aren't as valuable as they were in years past. All right, Sean, great stuff. We look forward to uh, your coming up with Max at uh, 3 o'clock. Give Max a big hug and a kiss for me, will you? I will absolutely do it. He <laughs> says uh, he says to say hi and that Eric Fernston never made a three. <laughs> Is he still on the uh, Nowitzki bandwagon or better than birds? Uh, after uh, after Dirk was the MVP of the finals yeah, last year? Oh, you missed it. You missed it. It was his Oh, I heard. I heard. I'm just I'm just teased. All right, great stuff, and we'll look forward to you at 3 o'clock. All right, man. Take care. Sean Grandy, uh, Celtics play-by-play voice here on uh, Sports Radio 93.7 WEI. Of course, he and Max coming up across the WEI Sports Radio Network right at 3 o'clock. Quick break. Come back for the final segment of, yes, yours truly, Pete Shepard, here with you on Sports Radio WEI. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.